Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Welcome and welcome back. I love having you here with me at the newsstand. My name is Samantha, and I've got the cats here with me today. I've got some birds outside that are uh, clamoring to get a closer look at uh, the cats through the window and also eat all the suet that I have hanging from the window. I got one of those little, like, suction cup suet holder cages uh and so they like to sit there and clank up against the window while they're trying to eat anyways uh i'm about halfway through my coffee so i'm going to try to get through this quickly i hope that you guys are all doing well and having a decent start to your week all right so let's kick things off with Meghan markle and prince harry who just welcomed their second child a little girl into the world and we have not seen any pictures of the babies yet which obviously i'm not or baby sorry which I, does not surprise me at all. They've been really private with their son, Archie, and I don't see why they wouldn't be the exact same way with their new girl, who is named Lilibet Diana. Now, Lilibet is her great-grandmother's nickname that her father gave her because she couldn't pronounce Elizabeth, and Diana obviously is named after Harry's mother, Princess Diana, the late Princess Diana. And, you know... So ABC News did a special on the royal baby, and they didn't really tell us anything that we don't know. But I'm going to insert myself into the situation a little bit because I'm sitting around and, you know, I'm always checking the stats. And every single week we get more and more listeners for this show, especially on Spotify. That seems to be the most popular platform where people listen to the show. And which is crazy because Spotify is super competitive. So that tells me that you guys are like you're sharing the show with your friends, you know, more people or whatever, because we don't advertise this show. So uh, at this point, just like always, but especially now, the show is growing by word of mouth, which is amazing. So thank you for doing that. Uh, I love that we're all about the same age. We're all over the world. You know, we all kind of grew up together in the same era. So we come together for 20 minutes. We have a laugh. and Then we get on with our day. I'm watching the ABC News special and it really just kind of pissed me off because the UK correspondent for ABC News was like, oh, everything is absolutely fantastic. People are overwhelmingly excited, enthusiastic about the baby. And it's like, no, they're not. Here's the thing. It's like, and I'm thinking like, why do people tune into my show? You know, I'm not a celebrity. No one knows who the hell I am. And yet people are tuning in. And then I realize that the reason you guys are probably tuning in is because I'm, I'm honest. I'm not going to sit here and tell you something that, that isn't so. I'm going to give you my opinion. I don't have a problem with it. You guys clearly don't have a problem with it. And we all go home happy because we live and let live. And who the fuck cares? We all know about the tension that's going on in the royal family right now. We know that Harry and his father, Prince Charles, are barely speaking to one another because of Prince Charles's disgusting thoughts of, well, how dark is Archie's skin going to be when he's born? That's their first son, Harry and Meghan's first son, Archie. How dark is his skin going to be when he's born? And how is that going to make the royal family look? Fuck off. We also know that Harry, by his own admission, is not talking to his brother, William. So don't stand there. And, and on top of that, I have so many friends, and actually the bulk majority of my listeners are from the UK. And I have a lot of friends from the UK who are like, look, We don't understand everyone's fascination with our royal family. Like, to us, we don't give a shit. Like, we wish them well, happy for you, great. But, like, we are more concerned about what's going on in Parliament and what the Prime Minister is doing than what the royal family may or may not be doing. Like, they literally are nothing more than, like, a symbol. Like, they don't do anything. We don't care. So, 
the fact that this ABC News correspondent was like, no, everything is just positive, and Kate and Will even went as far as sharing their wishes on social media. Yeah, Kate and Will posted a picture of Harry and Meghan, and they go, we are delighted to hear the news of the arrival of baby Lilibet Diana. Congratulations, Harry, Meghan, and Archie. That's not them being overjoyed. And there were some people in the comments that were like, oh, you guys are so classy. This was so nice of you. But then there were thousands of people like you and I that were like, this is fucking bullshit. You guys aren't happy for them. Like, honestly, at this point, you guys are racist. We all know that you're racist. We all know that you fucking suck. You, 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 Will, Kate, and Harry, a few years ago, started this whole campaign to like talk about mental health and then Kate and Will basically pulled out of it because they didn't fucking know what to say and now we know that it's because there was so much uneven handedness just everyone was being treated differently within the royal family and then we saw their two colors with like how they treated Megan like no 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 like you know what guys just keep the baby's name out of your mouth Because we all know that you're not going to have a relationship with her. You're not overjoyed. You're not excited. And the correspondent's like, you know, really, in a way, it's like we're watching them try to extend an olive branch. No, they're not trying. No, they're not trying to extend an olive branch. That is not what's happening here. They're trying to keep up appearances, but everyone knows that they don't give a flying shit. So this is the first UK royal baby ever to be born on American soil. And basically... Lilibet is now eighth in line to the throne. She, at birth, was not given a title, just like her brother wasn't given a title. And technically, when Prince Charles becomes king, which will happen eventually, that will then entitle Archie and Lily to be referred to as Prince Archie and Princess Lily. Whether or not they will actually assume those titles is yet to be determined. I doubt it. But who the hell knows? I'm just so happy that Harry and Meghan are here. I'm happy that Harry's got an exciting new job um, and that, you know, everyone seemingly, is, as far as we know, is doing well and healthy. The couple did say that they're just going to have two kids and then they're done. Um, If, for whatever reason, they did have another child and that child ended up being a boy, that boy can no longer dethrone his sister. He can no longer bump her out of that eighth eighth in line to the crown uh, status. So that's pretty cool. But I think the pair is done. I think they're just so relieved to be out of the UK and away from all that bullshit and just starting fresh. I know that Megan's mother uh, was living with them, I think it was last summer. So hopefully she's around now as well and you know able to be part of her granddaughter's life and just let, let's just be normal. Let's move on. Let's be happy. You know, it's all good, whatever. So Another congratulations is in order to Simone Biles. We all know Simone Biles. She is the absolute goat of gymnastics. I don't care what you say. You know, I particularly wasn't fond of her when she did Dancing with the Stars. I thought that she was really cold and abrasive. And she wasn't a very good dancer. But holy shit, that girl is an absolute beast on the mat and uh, over the vault and on the uneven bars and uh, on the floor and on the freaking balance beam. Like, she is just absolutely incredible. And how cool is it that we all get to witness this, that we're all alive when Simone Biles is fucking killing it. So, you know, I the reason I didn't really warm up to her was because I almost felt like she wouldn't let us warm up to her on Dancing with the Stars, but it kind of goes hand in hand with what I talked about last week. 
showing emotion is not really something that until recently has been encouraged. And even now it really like in a corporate setting, especially it comes with some serious risks and also within athletics, it comes at a risk too. I mean, look, freaking Aaron Rodgers, everyone's mad at him right now, which I never liked Aaron Rodgers anyway. I always have thought that he's just a, he, uh, I, I have nothing nice to say about him. But basically, people are pissed at him because he had, like, everything he needed to make this a, a successful season in the NFL, and he just fucked it all up. And now he's running around, and he's crying, and he's whining, and everyone's like, oh, my God, Aaron, trade him, trade him, get him out of here. This is, uh, goodbye, goodbye, you know? And, you know, you look at what's his nuts, Tom Brady, who went all the way down to Tampa and just, like, stole the Super Bowl. <laughs> Anyways, you know, so showing emotion within the athletic field is not really something that is encouraged. And, you know, we're seeing the times change a little bit with Naomi and how she's handling, like, hey, I'm not going to be going to, to Paris. I'm not going to be doing press interviews. Like, my mental health comes first. Sorry, guys. Like, I'll reach out when I'm ready. But, like, right now, I'm just not feeling it. And Simone, really early on in her career, she just had a lemon of a day. And she got, she got on the mat and she choked. And she showed emotion. And not only was she penalized for it publicly, but she also had points deducted for showing emotion while, you know, while she was on the mat. And that happened to her when she was really, really young, which obviously made it an even more formative experience than it probably would have been if she was a little bit older and a little bit more advanced and decorated, you know, like she is now. So that's why I didn't really relate to her. But again, like, it doesn't matter. Like, when when you are in the world of gymnastics, like, I mean, you just, you do what you need to do. And she is absolutely slaying the game. So congratulations to Simone Biles. You're unbelievable. So let's talk a little bit about... I, it's not just me. Everyone needs to do a little bit more research into this, so I'm just going to touch on it lightly. If you guys don't know, there's a group out there that's called Anonymous, and they always go after big government, they go after big corporations, and they call people out and tell it like it is. So a few days ago, allegedly, Anonymous released a video where they were attacking Elon Musk, and they basically said that he's nothing more than an entitled rich kid. Like, which is true. You know, Elon Musk is not a self-made dude. Yeah, he's really smart. I'm not going to sit around and tell you that he's not. But the damage that his company is doing on a global scale, like, isn't cool. It involves putting children in danger. And then, you know, he comes out a few months ago and he's like, oh, well, you know, because I'm on the spectrum, I'm allowed to say and do things that are weird and offensive because it's not my fault. I'm paraphrasing. And I covered that with Corbin. And then you had all these other people that are like renowned scientists and, and professors and all these other people that were like, uh, I'm on the spectrum too, but I don't use that as an excuse to be a flaming fucking douchebag. So Anonymous came out and they were like, look, you're an asshole. Every time you talk shit about Bitcoin, people lose money. And then you go around and make fun of it on Twitter. Like, stop that. People can't afford to be losing money right now. Like, you are destructive. Like, you're basically a piece of shit. So all these different media outlets started covering it. However, Anonymous themselves finally came out and said, guys, we did not release that video. So they're not claiming it. So now we don't know who released the video. We don't know what the hell is going on. I mean, no threats were being made. It wasn't anything like that. It was just people calling them out. So I don't know, look into it. It's sort of, it's, it, it's interesting. Um, in Hollywood, <laughs> we'll just tap on it quickly. So Kim Kardashian West, she's getting a divorce, whatever. 
on an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. She's crying to her sisters and she's like, Kanye just deserves a wife that can just like go with him. They can just pick up and move to Montana. I can't do that. And you know what? She can't. She's got her eggs in too many baskets. She's got this crazy career. She can't just pick up and move whenever she wants. And the fact that Kanye wants that from his current wife is absolutely insane. It's unrealistic and it's really, really unfair. I have always felt that Kanye, as a person in general, is very unhinged. And I know that his family is his top priority, so he claims, but like, is it? I don't know. Not for me to say, not for you to say, but I think this whole thing's a train wreck and I can't wait for it to be over and done with. Um, Beyonce, who we don't really talk about that much anymore, people were saying, they were expressing concern that Beyonce suffers from anxiety. Why? Well, Beyonce and Jay-Z were at a basketball game the other day together and they were sitting in the front row and he reached over and like gently touched her calf, like her leg. Fans were like, oh my God, she has social anxiety. Poor Beyonce, they're making her go out and do this. And oh, poor Beyonce, poor Beyonce. Well, her mom has come forward, Tina Knowles, and she's like, guys, Beyonce doesn't have anxiety. And even if she did, like, why are you guys taking just a loving gesture of a husband, you know, making a gentle physical contact with his wife while they're enjoying a day out together? Like, why are you trying to take that and twist it into social anxiety and, and trying to be doctors and, like, diagnose? I'm paraphrasing for Tina, of course. But her, her response was much more aggressive than mine. But, like, I think this is the problem. Because last week we talked about mental health and breaking down that stigma and how are we going to have these conversations? What's the most appropriate, respectful, effective way to make sure that we are able to express ourselves and not allow that anger to turn into acts of hate, acts of violence, self-harm, inflicting harm? on Like, how do we do that? You know, how do we navigate our own mental health? And I think this is why we're still seeing some resistance regarding the conversation, especially from my asshole constituents over on the far right, because they're concerned that it's making people too soft and it's making people too sensitive. And now, you know, everything is a trigger and everything is this and snowflake this and pussy that and whatever. I, I just think that when it comes to commenting on celebrities or public figures or whatever, what we need to keep in mind is that a lot of times people really are just trying to be helpful and not necessarily stir the pot. People are trying to be nice, but they just don't really know how to say it. Like Lizzo on TikTok posts a lot of videos of her and she is having, she's just living her best life. She's making all these fun recipes and putting things together and she's dancing and she's in bikinis and showing off her body and she is just feeling her oats and living for the moment, girl. And that's how it should be. And someone commented on one of her videos and they were like, what did they say? They were like, you look great. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. You got this. And Lizzo made a video about it and she's like, hey, like, look, I'm just out here doing my thing, right? I'm out here, I'm hanging out, I'm living my best life, I'm feeling myself, like, I am all good. But comments like this really confuse me. Are people out there saying bad things about me? Do I need to be concerned? Is there something that I need to address? Because as far as I'm concerned, I'm happy as fuck, I'm successful, I'm healthy, like, I'm good. But, like, what is being said? And I commented on the video, I said, no, no one is saying anything bad about you. It's just sometimes people want to express that they that they really like you, that they admire you, but they don't really have the words for it. So then you get comments like this. 
I don't know. I with the whole Beyonce thing, like I don't, I, I don't really understand how people took that and turned it into, oh my god, poor Beyonce, she needs us to save her because she has social anxiety. Like, I don't get the correlation. But you know, this is always one of the challenges of starting a new conversation is it's going to take us a while to figure out how to get it right. You know, it's kind of like you know, like I said, you and I, the listeners we're all right around the same age between the ages of 25 and 45 that's like my stronghold audience and um you guys remember when facebook first came out we were all kind of trying to figure out like okay like what do we put on facebook what don't we put on facebook then we go through a phase where we're putting everything on facebook we're being tagged in all sorts of pictures and now basically all of us are off facebook so it always sort of takes a while to figure out the ebbs and flows of the conversation what i would say is look Unless you are a doctor, <laughs> try not to diagnose people with, with anything medical because, it, frankly, you're not qualified to do so. It's none of your business and it's not your place. If you see something that looks like it's out of the ordinary, start a conversation about it and say, oh, man, like the way that she, the way that she reacted when he touched her leg I hope everything is all right. Like, if you're one of those people that has to say something, then, like, maybe say it like that. Don't come out swinging like, oh, my God, she's been diagnosed with anxiety. Poor Beyonce. Like, let's not do that. Let's leave the diagnosis, <laughs> the diagnosis is, the diagnoses <laughs> to the experts. And, you know, let's all just sit around and spectate. Why not? So let's see if there's anything else going on in the world that is worth talking about. Probably fucking not. Um, oh, I want to do some more research into this, but... Last week, Ellie Kemper was under fire again because there was a picture that resurfaced of her at a veiled profit ball, which is for the KKK. And um, she's now come out and said, quote, I was old enough to have educated myself before getting involved. So look into that story a little bit more. Obviously, I, I do not think that Ellie Kemper is a racist at all in any way shape or form and you know it's just unfortunate when you're a kid and you grow up you know in a certain environment you're kind of at the mercy of your community and you're most certainly at the mercy of your parents and guardians and at a young age you do assimilate to whatever it is that your parents are assimilated to because that's just what you do where it's natural for us to seek approval from our parents to you know just kind of go with it and not question it but you know, she's coming out and saying, look, I was old enough to do the research. I was old enough to know that what I was doing was horrifically wrong, but I did it anyway, and I take responsibility for that. So let's look into that a little bit more, maybe touch base on it next week. But um, I'm going to get going. I'm going to let you guys run. Enjoy the rest of your week, everyone. And again, thank you so much. It's just, it's insane to me. Like our audience is over 1.7 million globally at this point and it's just absolutely like mind-boggling insane to me because we don't promote this show which means that we're growing via word of mouth so we're growing thanks to you uh so thank you so much for tuning in and uh for being a part of the conversation i'm really i, I just can't thank you enough for being here and uh, another big thank you to our friends over at grub terra guys make sure that you're checking out michael's company g-r-u-b-t-e-r-r-a uh, I prefer their content that they put on TikTok, but you can also check them out on Instagram or you can go to their website. If you have chickens or reptiles or fish and you want to get a discount, uh, go to their website, use code WISP for 10% off your first order. I'm going to get out of here, guys. Take very, very good care. Thanks again so much for spreading the word and tuning in. 
I'll catch up with you next week. My name is Samantha from Whatever You Say Productions, sending you all my very best. Bye-bye.